0: the Mecca of Mormonism, Salt Lake City, Utah. This is Heart of the Matter, where we do all we can to help people walk toward His love. That was part of the intro that we didn't see because we couldn't find it, but I'm your host, Sean McCraney. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Father, we uh, love you and we seek you. We want to walk as your sons and daughters, and we take that seriously. uh, And and so uh, we pray you'll be with us and help us as we move forward. Bless um, Seth and Wendy and Marion Maggs and anybody else who helps uh, get the shows out there and up there, Michael and and Larry and uh, and the people who attend campus and all the stuff that we have before us. You've blessed us greatly and we recognize your hand. I pray for those who watch and who are viewers and who uh, tune in and I pray you'll bless them with your spirit and uh, we'll move forward now in Jesus' name, amen. So you can listen to Heart of the Matter via podcast, Spotify, Apple Tunes, all that stuff. <laughs> I think it's Apple Tunes. iTunes, iTunes, iTunes. you can do it. It uh, makes me think of a guy named Amos. Anyway, you can uh, listen to uh, Heart of the Matter on all that stuff. And we just want to let you know. Let's open up the phone lines, 801-590-8413, 801-590-8413. And... Uh, I want to start off by making an apology to uh, Seth and Wendy and and Mary and Mags and uh, everybody else. I want to make an apology to the people who commented on last night's show. Um, and uh, and I want to rename tonight's program instead of uh, video duel part three. Um, I want to call it three three uh, points. Three points. And uh, and I want to explain to you what those three points are. The first point is some of you know that we before we do this show, we tape our other shows, whether it's Christianarchy today or if we tape the presentations we've been involved in uh, with Jason Wallace, we pre tape them. And then next week. Uh, we air them on Monday night, and then we respond to them on Tuesday night. But Tuesday, Tuesday nights, we get together here before we go live, and we tape uh, different shows. And tonight, I had 23 pages of content for our Part 3 uh, presentation that will air Monday night. And uh, I got through about half of it, and I couldn't do it anymore. I, I just... I said, well, I think we're gonna stop there. And after it was done, I said to Seth, how long are we gone? He said, 32 minutes. And then, but we had to get some inserts and stuff there, but that's not nearly usually what I had. And I had content for another 30 minutes, but I couldn't go. I just couldn't do it. So that's one of the points. Um, I I didn't have the heart to continue on with it. And uh, that was point one. Point number two is, in responding to one of the comments that someone made on the show last night, Hudson TD 777 he wrote, So you're not a Bible-believing Christian, Sean? This was after last night's show. And the question presents us with a tremendous opportunity to educate each other in the faith. Uh, am I a Bible-believing Christian? Um, I am a Bible reading Christian and a Bible teaching and a Bible loving Christian Hudson. But to me, if I am a Bible believing Christian, it places me in an awkward position. And I think it really places everybody in an awkward position who takes that stance. I'm a Bible believing Christian. Because the Bible consists of the Old Testament and the New Testament and, and, and all those books and everything that, and to say I'm a Bible-believing Christian, it kind of goes contrary to how God established uh, us in this day and age. See, I believe in God. I believe in God the Father. I believe in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I believe in the power and influence of the Holy Spirit. I believe in those things. Uh, Without them operating in my life, that Bible would just be a bunch of words. So I believe in them and I rely on them and I look to them, but to say I'm a Bible-believing Christian, I don't think I want to take that title on, as as treacherous as that might sound. On the back wall of our church studio, we have a quote from C.S. Lewis, which was extracted from a personal letter he wrote to a Miss Johnson in 1952. And it says, It is Christ himself Not the Bible, who is the true word of God. The Bible read in the right spirit and with the guidance of good teachers will bring us to him. And then it adds, we must not use the Bible as a sort of encyclopedia out of which texts can be taken and used as weapons. End quote. Am I bi- a Bible-believing Christian? This question in our day and age is what you're really asking is, do I believe everything that is written in the Bible? Uh, do I believe it all happened? Yes, I do. Do I believe it's all applicable to us today? Not even close. Not even close. And, but I want to share something that uh, came out from our campus study And and uh, I think it puts into uh, context how I see the Bible in my life and in this day and age. And um, you remember the situation Jesus was headed to Jerusalem. We talked about this in our campus meeting on Sunday and he was passing through a Samaritan city and he had his eyes set on getting to Jerusalem. That's how the, the Hebrews put it when they when they wrote this. And uh, they did not, the Samaritans didn't receive Jesus because his face was as if he was going to Jerusalem. That meant that he had his, uh, he was determined to get to Jerusalem and they could tell somehow. Maybe he was a little bit uh, indifferent to them. Maybe he was in a hurry. We don't know but his face was set as, I want to get to Jerusalem and I, and, I, and I don't want to spend as much time and attention here in Samaria. And James and John came to him and they said, should we call fire down from heaven to consume them as Elijah did? And he's referring to when Elijah in the Old Testament called down fire from heaven and it destroyed three captains and 150 men total. James and John were citing scripture. They took an Old Testament uh, situation from an Old Testament prophet, one of the greatest prophets, and they tried to mirror it and they tried to use it as justification to wipe out those people who were not being hospitable to Jesus. And how did Jesus respond to James and John when they said that? He said to them, you don't know what spirit you're of. That's what he said. Now, they were citing the Bible. They were citing a prophet and what he did. They, they, they were ready to call down fire. I mean, Elijah did it and he killed 153 men. So we should do it too, right, Jesus? It's in the Bible. And Jesus says, you don't know what spirit you're of. He says, the son of man didn't come to destroy men's lives, uh, but he came to save them. And that's the second thing. That has contributed to my mindset tonight. Instead of all the stuff I was going to cover with your letters, which I appreciate and thank you and for watching and everything else. But the first one I said I didn't even have the energy to finish part three of going in response and rebuttal to Jason Wallace. The second one was this comment of, "Do I am I a Bible believing Christian?" In the context of what Jesus said, you know, we want to call fire down on each other. And Jesus says to those guys, then his apostles, you don't even know what spirit you're of. And so I have to, I, I, that sank in my heart. What spirit am I of when I am responding to Jason Wallace and his video attack, which he has presented probably in good faith. What spirit am I of? And I've had to look at myself these past weeks because what's happened. I'm, i been getting tired, tired, more and more tired. And it's it's uh, draining on me. And I usually am not like that. The third thing, the third factor is Dave McMurdo, who's uh, Scottish. I think he wrote the following last night and I read it this morning. He said, I personally don't think there's anything wrong with personal attacks. He's talking about Jason Wallace attacking me. I have a book of sayings from the Desert Father monks who lived around Alexandria. There are many anecdotes therein where they rejoice in being slandered. After all, when we speak of getting personal, we're speaking of going after the person, which is the ego, which is the flesh. There's nothing more worthy of criticism, especially since it's from that source that everything negative emerges. I think the persecuted and slandered are blessed because such attacks weaken the ego, the flesh, and it is that ego, that flesh, that's a barrier to our relationship with God. Obviously, we shouldn't lie and slander, but I think it's right to point out obvious uh, flaws, but I think it's right to point out obvious flaws in personhood, which is to get personal, if others believe lies about us, that's their failing anyway, keep up the wonderful work. And you know, uh, this set my course for changing tonight from what I had planned to do and prepared to do with all your wonderful comments and insights. And, uh, based off the video that, that, uh, Pastor Jason Wallace prepared, uh, but David is dead on. He's dead on with that assessment that personal attacks should not be seen as something bad. They should be seen as something that is uh, putting us through the refiner's fire. And how do you respond to it? When I was a kid, I reacted immediately to any sort of confrontation. When I was a teenager, I instigated confrontation. And when I was a new Christian, I continued on that course. That's my natural man. So when Jason came out with this video, I really felt justified. In fact, I've told several people, I just want to respond to clear the air of what the doctrines are and where Jason is wrong. And I've tried to do that in the spirit of love, but in the end I've just been pacifying my own flesh. I've been coming back. I've been warring against flesh and not, uh, the fruit of the spirit is growing rotten in my heart and mind as I do this. Um, I don't agree with much of what Jason has said. Uh, I do agree with uh, uh, him pointing out that I went after Sandra Tanner uh, and I had justification in my mind for that. But again, the spirit, and I'm sure the spirit was telling me, die to it. The spirit tells you to do that, to turn the other cheek, to die to the wrongs that you think are happening to you. And uh, sometimes I don't do that. I used to never do it, and I do it less and less, but in this case, in Sanders' case, I didn't do it, and in this case, I didn't do it. I have some learning to do and some growing up to do, and part of it is to let people who want to, what I feel are personal attacks on me and or my family or whatever they wanna say, my Christianity, my faith, my teachings, my ignorance, my duplicitousness, whatever they want to say. I have to take that the way Jesus would take that and how he taught to take that. Blessed are ye. Turn the other cheek. Rejoice. Move on. And um, I got pulled in. His kingdom is not about what I got pulled into. Even though, you know, it makes for, for more entertaining, probably shows and stuff in some cases. And it allows me to come back at somebody, you know, uh, I don't think that's what his kingdom's about. And I don't think that's what his body's about. And I think that Jason is a member of the body. And I think he's a believer. And um, so I am too. And the only way I can evidence that truly is not going to be through rhetoric and comebacks and, and using the scripture to prove my points. It's going to be to die to anything like this. And this is, this is just a learning thing that you get to see me go through. And I'm, and I, and I'm going to die to it. And I'm going to try to die to the, anything else that comes. I want to get back to interviewing people. I want to get back to teaching uh, the truth. I want to get back to talking to Mormons in spirit and truth and in love. And I want to put this behind us. I, I made a mistake. Um, I publicly apologized to Sandra Tanner. He, uh, Jason brought this up in his video. And it's the one point in his video where he, uh, I think he was right. He did some good in bringing that up. I actually went to Sandra's uh, store one afternoon because Earl Erskine asked me or he didn't ask me, but he kind of said, you know, I think that should be done. And uh, so I took his advice and I and I went over there and Sandra wasn't there, but her office lady was in there who I know from years gone by. And she saw me and I, you know, she knows, you know, there was something that happened between us. And I went there, but she wasn't there and I let it go. And I had my reasons and for doing what I did, and I felt justified. But in the way God sees things and the way his, his body works, I wasn't. And so uh, we're having a short show tonight because uh, I've just taken everything I prepared and I want to go back to the new course. So next Monday night, uh, you'll have a new program, uh, more information. Keep commenting. We'll get back to that. And uh, forgive me if I have carried you into this drama through my flesh and my response to these things. We'll see you next week here on Heart of the Matter.